I'd like to remark a bit on healing, which is, of course, the focus of today's gospel reading. Some years ago, Sally and I were in Malawi and spent a night at an unfamiliar guest lodge. The next morning, we ate a breakfast of eggs and sausage. Later that day, I could feel ominous symptoms in my stomach, and Sally likewise. We knew that Malawian healthcare was not what we were used to in the US. We began to feel sick and also lost. We made it to a hotel and from there repeatedly tried to reach our country director's cell phone. Dehydration began to set in, the night grew longer, and still no one answered the phone. Finally, our phone rang. Our friend had been at an evening church service. The number of calls we had made to his cell phone told him something was wrong. He quickly picked us up and we sped off to Mwaiwatu Hospital. The name in Chichewa means the miracle that lies just beyond hope. As we approached the hospital, attendants there quickly put on gloves. Our friends signaled them not to bother the meaning was that we were not HIV positive. I was in worse shape than Sally and received injections of a strong antibiotic and a medication to quell vomiting. Both eventually served their purpose and gradually I felt myself returning to normal. But what I remember most vividly was that during the worst of it, this good man, this black African man, by the way, our country director, was in the emergency department with us. And as I lay very ill on a gurney, he put his hand on my shoulder. I do not know how to explain what I felt, but it was a strength and a reassurance that contrasted with that context. I believed I was actually being healed. This experience, I think, approximates what the Bible presents as a healing instance. For your consideration, in the depths of life may be a current of healing and wellness that somehow gets conveyed to us when we need it through human touch. According to the Bible, healing and wellness also pertain to human societies. The Christian literature warrants the belief that divine love goes out to everybody the same. But when societies are organized to benefit the few and neglect or exploit the many, they are violating, says the Bible, mishpat, 
translated from Hebrew into English as justice, but actually meaning solidarity, the essential oneness of all the people. The division of humans into privileged and impoverished makes the society that is itself out of balance, unwell. In such a circumstance, the fate of those at the bottom, named in the Bible as, quote, widows and orphans, becomes the litmus test of an entire society's health status. I love so many of the high ideals of our beloved country. But an important part of the picture are the credible reports of how our 40 million impoverished, our widows and orphans, do not benefit from the American experience. The latest such report came on December 15 from Philip Alston, Pomeroy Professor of Law at the New York University Law School and Special Rapporteur for the United Nations Human Rights Council on Extreme Poverty. He praises our country, but he also describes what he found on visits to Georgia, Alabama, West Virginia, Los Angeles's Skid Row, and Puerto Rico. Mr. Alston found poor families and children with rotting teeth and no dental insurance. Other illnesses, the same, homelessness, hunger, backbreaking debt, and he concludes, quote, a child born into poverty has almost no chance of getting out of poverty in today's United States statistically, close quote. Unfortunately, nobody that I know believes the new tax law that reinforces the disparities between our citizens will ease these oppressions. It will benefit the non-needy corporations, the billionaires, and the millionaires. As James Mann of the Johns Hopkins School of Advanced International Studies recently wrote, quote, it will also set the stage to shrink the federal deficit by cutting benefits to a large number of Americans through reductions in Social Security, Medicare, and other social programs, close quote. Our beloved country is not well, nor is it great again. Being Christianly committed to healing and wellness means at the society level protecting the innocent 
while containing the predatory and rapacious. As the prophet Amos said at a comparable time in Israel's past, let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Our broken country needs my what to the miracle that lies just beyond hope. And that's where you and I come in. We can object. We can vote. We can demonstrate. We can talk with others about a just society where all women, men, and children are truly one, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And let the people say, Amen. <laughs>